after Derek and I got married, one night, this other Derek appears in our bed. The real Derek is lying down next to me. Other Derek sits right up out of him. It startled me. I knew that was not Derek. And so I asked this critter, who are you? Because he clearly wanted to have sexual relations. Don't go putting all that stuff on my sled, Clark. You know that metal plate in my head? Uh, how can I forget? I had to have it replaced because every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd forget who I was for a half hour or so. So over at the VA, they had to replace it with a plastic one. It ain't strong, so... <laughs> I don't know if I ought to go sailing down no hill with nothing between the ground and my brain but a piece of government plastic. <laughs> you really think it matters, Eddie? Well, you see, the, the plate runs right underneath my part here. And these, over here, it's, you know, nothing. But, but here, if this gets dented, then my hair just ain't gonna look right. And I said, he said, come on, I'm your husband. I said, who are you? And he had the nerve to claim to be Ahasuerus, Xerxes. You don't work for Nakatomi. And if you're not one of them. I'm a cop from New York. New York? Yeah. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Better being caught with your pants down, huh? <laughs> I'm John McClain. You're, uh... Clay. In my mind, I reached up, I grabbed his face, and I said, you are a liar, and Jesus is real, and I pulled that face off, and beneath it was a reptile. I thought I told all of you I want radio silence until further... Oh, I'm very sorry, Hans. I didn't get that message. Maybe you should have put it on a bulletin board. I figured since I... Wax Tony and Marco and his friend here, I figured you and Carl and Franco might be a little lonely, so I wanted to give you a call. How does he know so much about this? This is very kind of you. As you are a mysterious party crash, you are most troublesome. For a security guard. Sorry, Hans, wrong guess. Would you like to go for double jeopardy where the scores can really change? Mm, these are very bad for you. And a very happy first night of Hanukkah to you, Friar Cook. And to you, Rabbi Dave. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. Got the house decorated and Ready to roll, ready to rock and roll. We're having a big, uh, we're having a big uh, public menorah lighting tonight. Okay. Downtown Bainbridge. So we're going to go see that. Of course, it's November Mm -hmm. in Washington State. So you know what that means. It's It's pouring rain. Yeah. 
it's gonna pour rain, but we're gonna do it anyway, because that's what we do. Well, the jet stream's aimed right at you guys right now. Yeah, these, uh, these rivers of, of, uh, what do they call that? Atmospheric, Atmospheric rivers? Atmospheric rivers, yeah. yeah. Just call it Pineapple Express when I was in California. Mm-hmm. But now we call it the Atmospheric River is, is hitting us, which screws up my days because I like to walk, as you know. Yeah. But some days, and, and, and it's, it's weird because the rain doesn't necessarily bother me. The wind bothers me. Hmm. So when the wind is blowing, you know, 60 miles an hour like it was last night, then I don't like to get out and walk because it just makes things uncomfortable for me. The yeah, rain I don't yeah. mind as much because I got a I got a big raincoat and I get you know gloves and the whole nine yards and sure my shoes leak so I because I still haven't bought new shoes yet but <laughs> but I guess if you can live with that so anyway tonight is the first night of Hanukkah which of course we will celebrate in the traditional ways we will light the menorah we will eat latkes and donuts and we will watch Die Hard the greatest oh. Hanukkah movie ever made you went there didn't you. It's it's the greatest Christmas movie ever made. It's not a Christmas movie at all. It is a Christmas movie. It is. Okay. Tell me why Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Make, well, because make your make your argument. Okay. First and foremost, it is centered around the holiday that it, it, it Christmas being integral into the storyline, right? The Christmas party, they're all gathered there. Okay, but what if it was a July 4th party? Well, then it, then it would not be a Christmas movie. Right, but you'd still have people gathered. Potentially, I mean, but they'd be barbecuing. They wouldn't be meeting at the, at the towers. Okay, what if it was, what if it was just a, we, we got a great, we, we closed the deal party, and it was in, say, April. Then it would same not story. be. It's the same story. It just wouldn't be a Christmas. Okay. So your entire argument is pinned is is pinned to the idea that this happens on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So does Lethal that, Weapon. Okay. I haven't watched that in like decades, so I. If I remember right, didn't Lethal Weapon come out in like the summertime? It was one of those summertime blockbusters. It was nineteen eighty seven. It was a long time ago. But well, the first five the, minutes of the movie is is the internet. Know, Rock around the Christmas tree, da, 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 before the chick tastes the. I don't, the but I don't think window. I don't think Christmas was integral to the storyline of that one, though. I mean, it happened around that time, but it wasn't it wasn't a part okay. of the plot line. So, does the argument that it happens around Christmas time make it a Christmas movie? I mean, Thanksgiving technically happens around Christmas time, right? I know this because. Before Thanksgiving, every store in this city was decorated for Christmas, and we were already being force-fed Christmas carols. So it must be Christmas time, right? Yeah, we're well, it's it is creeping. Christmas Christmas time's creeping into. I mean, there were people as soon as Halloween was over, they had right. Christmas decorations out on their yeah on their yeah porches and lawns and, the likes and stuff, and and. and these things happen. I get it, but I'm still not convinced that Die Hard is necessarily a Christmas movie. I just because think as you... we all know it's a Hanukkah yeah. movie. <laughs> we don't all know that. 
We, in fact, I didn't know that until you sent me a link. <laughs> and, but, and it was a total tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek article. <laughs> and yet, it's it was correct. Funny. It was it? funny. I mean... Uh, well, there, there, it, it, he stretches it a bit on that. And Lethal Weapon, by the way, was 1987. So right, that'll make you feel old. You know how I know it was 1987? I mean, I, I, that's burned into my brain. You know how I know? Mm-hmm. Because that know? was the summer I was in Virginia Beach. After okay. having left the boat and literally having nothing else to do because I was, uh, I, I just transferred. Mm-hmm. So didn't know anybody, didn't have anything. I was living in the barracks you know, for the final time. I was living in the barracks. And so I literally spent my days, my afternoons at the, at the movie theater. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, Die Hard was one of those flicks. Huh. Anyway. So, all right. So that's your entire argument is that it happens on Christmas Eve. Therefore, is a Christmas it's movie. it's the entire of my entirety of my argument that I can make having not finished my first cup of coffee for the morning. Yes. See, people make this argument, and and to my shame, I have also made this argument that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, even though there's almost nothing Christmassy about it, other than it happens on Christmas. Santa Claus is not in the movie, right? There's nothing in the story about. Any of the themes of Christmas, what are the themes of Christmas? Peace, love, happiness, children. None of that is in the film. I mean, there's some happiness. Don't get me wrong. There is. Anytime. He, I mean, he saves people's lives. He also takes lives, but. Right. Anytime you see a building blow up, that's always a good thing, right? That always makes people happy. Yeah. <laughs> On the other hand, however, from a Hanukkah perspective of this. You uh, you have to accept that there are some elements here that certainly mm, fit into the Hanukkah story, right? Do you even know the Hanukkah story? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm vaguely familiar with it. I have right. not like studied it. See, Ben so asks you... me this almost every day. Why why are there eight candles, Dad? And and I tell him. And then 24 hours later, he's back asking me the same question. So obviously, my my education system is not working real well, which is really weird because as we're going to talk about later, my kid knows facts about things that are just off the wall. And I don't know why he knows them, but he does. The, the idea of Hanukkah is the, um, the struggle of light to overcome darkness and the overthrowing of evil. Okay, the defeat of evil. So in ancient times, this this dude by the name of Antiochus Epiphanes, mm-hmm. which literally means I am God. If you translate it, it's I am I am God revealed to you, uh, became one of the Greek kings. Okay. After Alexander died, his kingdom broke mm-hmm. up into four parts. Those four parts were absorbed into two, the Seleucids sure. and the other guys. And he was the king of the other guys. And he decided that mm, I don't like these Jewish people. And they're part of my kingdom. So I'm going to tell them that they can't, uh, they can't be Jews anymore. They have to be Greek. Yeah. So he outlawed all the it Jewish It seems stuff. to be a running theme throughout yeah. the uh, Old Imagine Testament, that. actually. <laughs> so, yeah, which is part of the whole point of all this. So he decides he's going to do this. Um, the big thing that he did was not only did he start killing people because they weren't following his orders. Does that sound familiar, Die Hard? People not following my orders? Hmm. Bang, bang. We'll do it the hard way, right? Okay. So 
not only does he do that, but then he goes into the Holy of Holies in the temple mm-hmm. and sacrifices a pig, which is an sure. unclean animal, spreads its blood around the Holy of Holies. So now the yeah. temple is defiled, yes. which means we cannot perform the holy services and blah, 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 blah. Along comes a guy by the name of Judas Maccabeus, which means hammer, hence Jewish hammer. You've seen that, right? And he says, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. And he leads a revolt against Antiochus Mm -hmm. that is ultimately successful. I don't have time to recount the entirety of this thing to you, but ultimately we win because the good guys win. And there's lots of adventures along the way where we have to crawl through tunnels and we have to jump down through hoops and we have to blow stuff up and we have to, you know, kill bad guys. Does it sound familiar to you at all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Only uh, only every story that's like ever made where the good guys, bad guys fight. Right. <laughs> and at the end of this whole thing, we got to, we got to dedicate the two. We got, we got to re cleanse the temple because mm-hmm. of this, this pig blood thing. And, as a part of that, we have to light the menorah. Now, if you know, the menorah has the, the menorah, not a Hanakim, but the actual menorah menorah mm-hmm. has seven branches, three on each side plus the middle one, right? Yeah. So these are oil lamps and there's not enough oil to light the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So they got to send off to Jericho to get the the new oil, the blessed oil, because Jericho is where all the... The priests live. And if you remember okay. your New Testament history, Jericho is a long way away, right? Yeah. You have to go down to Jericho. Yeah. Okay. So they have to send to Jericho. This is going to take some time to get this. And not only that, but they got to get there. Then they got to get the oil. Then they got to get it blessed. And it's like holy water, yeah. right? You got to go through yeah. those whole processes. And then <laughs> you, just, you just don't turn on a spigot in the front right. of that. Right. It's a little more complicated. <laughs> And then it's got to get back to Jerusalem, which is, it, it, you know, it's 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 a it's a haul, right? It's like the fire department mm-hmm. having to come all the way from the other side of town because the fire alarm has gone off, and mm-hmm. halfway there, the alarm is reported as false, and then the police are sent because things just don't seem right. You know, it's going to take yeah. a while. <laughs> okay, you're you're so funny. Anyway. And then a dead guy falls out of a building on top of the police car. If it gets your attention, then that's yeah. what it'll take, right? Yeah. Hey, we need this oil. Anyway, they during the time that they were gone, which took eight days to get the oil back from, from Jericho, mm-hmm. the one day supply of oil that they had on hand to rededicate the temple miraculously lasted eight days. Hence hmm. the eight nights of Hanukkah, where we yeah. celebrate the oil that burned and the lights were thing. And this is why we... This is why we eat deliciously fried foods, which my doctor is not going to be happy about. Um, and we, uh, we, we light the candles each night. So you, so miraculously it added more CO2 to the atmosphere. Okay. See, I didn't know you were going to go there, but <laughs> for the record, one of mine is an LED menorah. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, so to kind of put a pin in this, you know, I, I just came across an article from the actual director who has indeed come out and, and voiced his opinion on whether this show is a Christmas movie or not. Now, I don't know that he was asked if it was a Hanukkah movie. So I'm in all fairness. 
but he, you know, he came back out and he, and he said basically that uh, he's, everyone, as they came to work on the movie, began to, to get this idea of this movie as an escape, he said. And there was joy in it because we had changed the content. And that is how Die Hard became, comma, we hadn't intended it to be a Christmas movie, comma, but the joy that came from what it turned into a Christmas movie, that was really the best thing he can tell you about it. So they hadn't intended it to be, but he says it turned into that. Except that the joy comes from defeating the anti-Hanukkah people. Hana, Hanukkah Grober. Hanukkah <laughs> Grabber. Right? Oy, oy Han, yeah. Well done. <laughs> and, you know, defeating the, defeating the infidels who are polluting the, uh, the building. And, yeah. and then getting rid of them, right? That's the Hanukkah story right there. Well, it's the entire Maccabean story, but <laughs> anyway, then they probably had to clean out the building and, uh, you know, it probably took them yeah. a few days to do that and they needed supplies and there you go. It's the perfect Hanukkah movie. Eight days. Right. Probably took them that long at least, right? Supply chain problems and yeah, these days it would probably take a <laughs> Probably take a lot longer these days because of supply chain issues, but <laughs> COVID. <laughs> this is hey, this is for our obligatory COVID, you know, alert on the bottom of our Facebook post for this, right? Because right. we talked about it. Right. Come on, Facebook. Do the COVID My Facebook is acting weird. Is it? I want to talk about that later, but my Facebook is doing some weird, weird stuff. And I'm not sure what the hell's going on with that. But I'm in a Hanukkah mood, so I'm, I'm trying to be more positive and upbeat about defeating the Greeks and celebrating by eating fried latkes all day. Okay. Should Where does the dreidel come in? The dreidel is just a game that you play. It's just a top. Okay. You know, the, the dreidel is just you a top. You spin it, and it's got four letters on it, and each letter represents something. So mm -hmm. you usually play for chocolate, although I'm not saying you should do this. You could play for money if you were... Uh, you know, so inclined. Or alcohol. Or alcohol. Wouldn't recommend that. But <laughs> at any rate, you, you spend the dreidel and whatever letter comes up. So it either means you have to ante into the pot. Mm -hmm. You win half the pot. You win the whole pot or you win nothing. Okay. So one of those four results. So each person spends it and yay, I got half the, half the peanuts or half the candy or whatever's in the pot. Or I had to put in more or I had to, you know, where I, where I won it all. So it's an early form of gambling in a way. Yes, for kids, which is great <laughs> because that way, uh, you know, you get them indoctrinated early and that's why you play Dreidel's for, anonymous. That's why you play for chocolate. <laughs> I went out and bought a bunch of chocolate last night. So, see, so I get mound bars. Oh, yeah. I love mound bars. Dark chocolate and coconut, two of my favorite things. I also bought some other candy. That was supposed to be for Hanukkah, but if you'll notice, <clears throat> the package is already open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I like Mounds Bar. <laughs> I stay away from candy. Of course you do. You Greek infidel. <laughs> I'm German. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> anyway, Tonica. Pretty excited about that. Gonna be lighting lights tonight. I'm gonna be uh, celebrating for the next eight days and Okay. Then it's on to Christmas. Huzzah. Yeah. Finally. What are your... So, being that Die Hard is a Hanukkah movie, other Christmas <laughs> movies that you like? 
Um, my one of my favorites, actually, and I, and I enjoy watching this usually when I'm wrapping gifts because we wrap Christmas Eve typically. Is the uh, it's a wonderful life. Hmm. I was in that play some years ago. The 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 pretend radio show version of that. Okay. So I got I got uh, talked into doing the radio host, Freddie Fingerburger or whatever his name was. Yeah. Anyway, did that one. I like, uh, you, so you didn't watch USS Christmas. Somebody was watching, was it Brock? Somebody was posting uh, the other day about watching USS Christmas. Uh, I don't know. Uh, my wife's been watching the Hanukkah channel. I mean, the Hanukkah channel, the Hallmark channel <laughs> all day long yesterday. Well, then we you're bound to see our favorite breaking USS out. Christmas. Well, I wasn't in there anymore. My, my computer is not in the same room anymore as the main TVs. So. Uh, <laughs> For those of you that missed that show last year, yeah. <laughs> USS Christmas. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's never really Christmas. I mean, I, I'm not really into Christmas anyway, but uh, the Christmas Vacation is probably my, that's the movie that I just go yeah. to. The Charlie Brown Christmas is okay, but there's just something about Clark Griswold's Christmas that just, uh, the whole thing yeah. with Eddie, where he's talking about his yeah. plate in the head with the VA, you know, that's <laughs> this so side, funny. nothing. This side, well, if it gets dented, my hair just won't look right. <laughs> it just kills me every time, man. <laughs> there are movies that like that that still make me laugh. Yeah. That movie's got to be close to 40 years old, and it still makes me just bust up laughing. So I enjoy those. That one. Uh, what else is there, man? There's, there's some decent Christmas. I like The Muppet Christmas Carol. That was good, yes. That That's actually one of my favorite renditions it's, of... It's the closest one to the book. I mean, yeah. it's the one where they actually said, hey, instead of making stuff up, let's actually follow the book. And I, I like it. I, I've yeah. always liked that one. What I don't like is that they cut out the when they broadcast it now. And I think Disney even took it off the DVDs. They cut out the song where Bell dumps him. There mm. was a there was an incredible piece of music, just a beautiful song where she dumps him. You know the part where she dumps mm-hmm. Ebenezer, but they kept cutting. They keep cutting it out. You know why? Why? Because it's depressing. Oh please! And they don't want you. They don't want the little kitties to be sad. And I keep thinking to myself. These kids are going to be screwed up when they come to their real adult Christmases, and and they discover just how screwed up Christmas can actually be. They're going to watch Die Hard. Yes, good, but on the only on the first night of Hanukkah, because let's face it, John McClane, he's a Jew. J J M, Jewish man. COVID news, Friar. Yes, Rabbi. There is a new, even more frightening variant. The Omicron variant <gasps> has now dun, been announced. Dun, dun. In of all places, I think it's South Africa. Is that where it is? Yeah, that's what they said. South Africa, Israel, somewhere else now has the Omicron variant. I don't know how they know this because they test for different variants. You'd, you'd have to look at the actual the gene sequence. Yeah, you have the gene sequence to know. So it's, yeah, it's smoke and mirrors. But you'll be happy to know that at least two cities in the United States are already shutting down again. 
because of the Omicron variant, which as far as I know is not here. Yeah, it isn't. And we know nothing about. We we literally know nothing about it. We don't know if it's more virulent. We don't know if it's more. It's probably not because isn't that what happens? I started seeing articles that state that the symptoms are milder. It's just more easily spreadable. Of course it is. That's what mutations do. Yeah. So we're going to have more cases, but deaths will continue to go down. So Mm -hmm. at least two cities, Santa Cruz being one of them, Santa Cruz has enacted its mask mandate again, including, by the way, in your home. Oh, well, that's a big go F you. In Santa Cruz, you don't think those people would report each other for not wearing masks oh, they in would. their house? In Santa they Cruz? <laughs> That's a, that'll get them in the holiday spirit. Yeah. Uncle Rod's not wearing his mask. Yep. The mask police will show up on your door and knock, 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 knock. That's yeah. it. Taking you away. Taking you away to an internment camp. Oh, I mean, I mean, a quarantine camp like Australians do. Or jail. Or jail. Where you can be less than six feet away from a whole bunch of people who have sure. committed the same crime, thus spreading the disease even more. Yeah. It's bizarre. Anyway, so, so Omicron is coming. This has got people, I don't know, people that are easily panicked in a, in a tizzy. Yeah. Someone pointed out to me this morning that L- Omicron is an anagram for moronic. Hmm. I'll let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already ran the letters. It, yeah. it, it is. Yeah, so right. I, I think I'm going to go with that. Omicron equals moronic. But. It's the moronic, the moronic variant. Right. So we took. Um, we had to get out of the house yesterday. I'm not going to go into why. We just we, we had to get out. So Cam and I get up early. We we took Ben to breakfast, and we were going to go shopping after that because we don't go out on on Black Friday. We go out on Saturday because it's much yeah. calmer and much more, I don't know, around here anyway. So we're sitting at breakfast and Ben, we're, somehow or another, this topic of COVID comes up, mm-hmm. which is bizarre because my son usually has his face buried in Legend of Zelda. Video game, yeah. While we talk about something else. But somehow this comes up and my wife... Whom I love dearly. I want to be clear about that. Sure. Asks my son whether he wants to be vaccinated or not. And my son, who, if I may brag a little bit here, is an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. My son is brilliant. Looks at my wife with his big eyes, his big blue eyes, got real big, and that that puppy dog look in his face. Mm-hmm. And he says to her, well, what do you want me to do, mom? because there's no way he's going to be trapped into making this decision right no and of course this leads to this back and forth about well we want you to do we want we want what's best for you what do you want to do what what happens if they tell you you have to take it blah 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 and he's like well the only thing i'm really she says to him are you worried about you know getting covid no are you worried about dying of covid no which is good. Yeah. Then he says, the only thing I'm really worried about is I've heard, because some of his little buddies have gotten the sure. shots, that the shot can make you feel really bad. To which my wife explains to him, <clears throat> well, it made your, made your dad have a fever for a day or so, but yeah. you know, that was pretty much it. He's like, well, I don't want that. And then he's, he 
he he does this thing where when he's uncomfortable with a topic, mm-hmm. he has facts in his head. And he can pivot on those facts, which seem related, but suddenly are not. So he looks at my mom, my mom, his mom, my mom wasn't there, my mom's in Oklahoma, (laughs) and says to my, in the middle of this discussion about COVID and the vaccine, he looks at my wife and says, do you know what the most costly virus in history ever was? Of course, my wife says, well, Spanish flu, the... You know, H1N1. He says, no. It was a computer virus called me.doom or doom.me that cost $39 billion in damage and blah, 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 blah. He just completely hijacked the whole conversation from from a discussion about the COVID vaccination. It's it's that friend show where they're carrying the couch up the stairs. Pivot! Pivot! To a discussion about a computer virus from the early 2000s. And then he looks at her and says, pretty sure my dad had it. <laughs> and my, my wife looks at him and says, what, COVID? And he says, no, doom.me or me.doom, whatever it is. Yeah. He had it because he had computers back then and he had viruses. Like, you know, my son is, uh, he's smart, but at the same time, he just, I don't know. I didn't. I don't really know if Doom.me was all that damaging or not. It didn't seem like, in in today's world, thirty eight billion dollars worth of damage really isn't. Uh, that's like blowing up Nakatomi Plaza. It, it's night. it's my Doom. I believe it is what right. it's called. My Doom. Okay. In any it's, case, yeah. it's it's easily fixable. Yeah. I mean, thirty eight billion dollars. What's that? <clears throat> Eight minutes of congressional spending. Yeah. It's not that long. <laughs> but now I still don't know whether my son wants to be vaccinated or not. I know he's not worried about COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> I know my wife is uh, concerned about the vaccination. Yeah. I, you know, I, the, the, the thing is, it comes down to a risk evaluation, right? Basically, you know, so many children are not at risk, even if they get it, to to die i mean it's just the numbers don't support any any real justification of them getting it it'd be one thing if the vaccines actually prevented the spread but they don't right which is like so basically what we have here is theraflu for covid Mm -hmm. so the people that are at risk are the ones that should be getting it and now let's go on with life now no, can't do that. We better shut down because, Rod, don't you understand? Omicron is coming if it's not already here. Yeah, oh, we don't God. know. We don't know. Sounds like a transformer. It does. It really does. It sounds like who's coming, <laughs> up, with these who's coming up with these names? You know, it's like, it could, let's let's find a scarier name. Why didn't they call it the Jason? <laughs> Just variant, wait till you know? Theta. Theta doom virus is coming. God. Yeah. Thanos, the Thanos variant. <laughs> the Thanos variant. It's going to snap you out of existence. I just, I, you know, and I haven't even seen that movie, so. Well, you know, I, I, know, got, man. I got my booster, man. And I, and I will tell you, I you that I, I felt crappy for about a day he and a half. He felt bad. He I, felt I had. bad. He felt what? so bad that when I would text him saying, hey, do yeah. you want to do some, because we, we needed to do some tests and stuff. And, and Rod, who is usually very compliant about those kinds of things. 
no, man, I'm not doing anything. I'm not moving. Uh, I had a fever. This one actually had a 101 degree fever. For it was like a day and a half, and it was gone. Boom. I felt fine. And now technically you're fully vaccinated again. I don't know if I have to wait another two weeks. You know, if it's that whole, well, you got to wait two weeks after you get the virus to be fully vaccinated. I have no idea because that seems like a load of crock. But well, yeah, technically, I have I, no I plans to get it until they change the definition. I'm fully vaccinated. I have no plans of getting the booster. I do have a VA appointment on Tuesday where I'm sure that they will tell me that I, I should. I thought about doing the Gavin Newsom thing and getting my flu shot, too, at the same time. But I had a co-worker. We did the were same voting thing for that. Yeah. He was out for a week. Yeah. Bill and I were pushing him to do that. We were like, you should get a flu yeah. shot at the same time and do it for science. Do it for science. <laughs> but no, Rod would not participate. Nope. So I don't know. I'm still, uh, we still don't know if my son, my, my son's response to this puts the ball in our court as to whether or not we're going to vaccinate him. Well, Again, I'm not anti-vax. Anyway. Yeah, I'm, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm anti-vaccinating mandates. Indeed. So I'm kind of ambivalent about it. Um, I will tell you this. I don't want to homeschool him because, frankly, I need the break every day. Yeah. And But at the same time, I, I hate being forced to, you know, it's like Tom Sawyer. The more you try to force somebody to do something, the less likely they are to do it. If they yeah. if they wouldn't do that, if they if they just did away with the vaccine mandate and said, "Hey, it's it's up to you," yeah. I bet they'd get a better response. I really do. Well, I mean, it, it, they need to incentivize it, not negatively like some people are doing, but incentivize it and just say, "Hey, you know, um, you, you get uh, you know a well, decrease that. in kind of some kind of like you know you're spending." I actually got a five dollar coupon. For CVS. Yeah, I did too. For my shot. So. What'd you spend it on? I haven't spent it yet. Oh, man. You know what you could spend it on? Last time I was at CVS, they had DVD copies of Die Hard, the greatest Hanukkah movie ever. For like 10 bucks. You could get it for half price. I could. Well, it's that time of the show, Rob. WTF? Say WTF. WTF. Well, this week, uh, I have kind of a sad story of the state of affairs. It's, it's of a tearjerker. It is a tearjerker. So, you know, th- there's nothing more American than having an opinion about some kind of, you know, service or, you know, kind of trade that goes on. You, 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 you pay for something, you... You get served something, and then you have an opinion about that. And what we, what the internet has allowed us to do is it allowed us to comment and rate the services that were rendered. Well, 
Today's story brings us to a grandmother and her granddaughter who went to stay at a, a Georgia hotel. And uh, apparently the check-in service wasn't very pleasant for her. And, and there was some, I think there was some cleanliness issues or something of that nature. So she did what any good American would do and jumped on to the, the site and kind of gave them like three out of five stars. Because that's what you do. Because that's what you do. Um, you know, normally uh, I wouldn't wait, do that wait, in the back middle back of the stay. I have questions. Back up. Sure. The hotel was terrible. She still gave it three stars. Uh, let me see. Yes. Three out of five stars. So at, on hotels.com. So, I mean, it was, it's not a bad rating. I mean, it's just that I guess, you know, if you're the hotel, you want to correct that. Right. And so how do you correct your image? If the customer had a bad experience, how do you how do you fix that? I mean, normally it's, hey, what could we have done better? How you know how did we not meet your expectations? Blah blah. Can blah. we comp you a night? Can we comp you a night? I mean, she was staying for three nights, and I believe this was the middle of the first night that she she gave this rating. Well, you know, rather than rather than having the hotel manager go knock on the door to find out what's going on, they had the police come and escort her off the property. Because of a bad Yelp rating. Because of a bad, it's a Hotels.com rating. And so my WTF is really people. I mean, I understand that the ratings are one thing, but to call, literally call the police based off of a rating and say, you're out of here? Really? I mean, is that the publicity that you want? I mean, by all means, they're going to find out that, you know, while there's... I think was it P.T. Barnum that said there's there's no such thing as bad publicity. Right. right. Uh, I'm thinking that this one might come back to bite them for a bit. So WTF. Dad said that to me recently. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Dear. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't agree. But there you go. Do you know who Sharon Gilbert is? Sharon Gilbert. It sounds familiar. It should sound familiar because she is a. What's the deal with her? She is a preacher. One of these television evangelist Tele- preachers. Televangelists, yeah. Televangelists. Is that what they call them? Yeah. And frankly, and 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 I, I don't mean to cause any offense here, but I'm just going to say this because it's who I am. Televangelists are wackadoodle. Oh, I mean, they're, I, they're, I'm, a, I'm the evangelical in the room here, and I agree. So she is a... Mm, she started her life as an ocular disease clinic specialist. Okay. With a doctoral work in, in 97, but left that to uh, pursue religion and faith. Mm-hmm. And has become something of a known uh, religious leader. And okay. I do mean, and I do mean wackadoodle. Yeah. I mean, she's one of these. But there's Jesus. good money to be a televangelist, right? See, I mean, that's the part. This. <laughs> Okay, so I have this theory about making money, particularly when you have a microphone or a television camera, and that theory goes like this. The crazier you are, the more people will give you money. And I present prima facie evidence, televangelists and Alex Jones Mm -hmm. and whoever is doing Caravan to Midnight. Yeah, Art Bell was great. Sure, but he was nuts, and people would send him money, okay? 
And so my theory is that you know, be crazy for money. And we used to talk about this on the show is the reason I'm not getting fabulously wealthy is because I have not mastered the art of just being, you know, that shit crazy on the air. I just haven't mastered that yet. And if I would master that, if I would come on here and just say the craziest, most bizarre things, people like would triple Die themselves. Hard is a Hanukkah movie. Right. See, that, that's crazy, right. people, man. That's See? crazy. And send if you Dave support money. me and right, send me money, <laughs> I have I have PayPal. You can send it right to me. <laughs> I really believe that. I really believe that the crazier you are, the more wackadoodles will send you money. At any rate, she's one of those people. And her husband, I guess, does a, a news program. He's a news analyst called 5 and 10 for something called Skywatch. I've never heard of this. Mm, nope. And they have been recently married. She's like 69 years old. And she got recently married to this guy named, this dude named Derek. Okay. Who's mm -hmm. a news news guy who also holds hosts a, uh, a weekly program called Unraveling Revelation. Okay. And Sci Friday with his wife. So these are programs where they explain to you, you know, how the, how the revelation book is going to unfold and, yeah. you know, send us money because Jesus told you to, and the end is near. Yeah. Thus saith the Lord. Amen. 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 Send the Lord a praise offering to us. Care of this, care of this yeah. state, you know, or just, uh, you know, use your credit card for quicker service kind of thing. Sure. Anyway, she was recently being interviewed, and it was one of the most wonderful interviews I've ever seen in my life, where she explained that her newly married husband and her were lying in bed, when suddenly up from her husband popped, as she referred to him, Other Derek. Other Derek, yes. Who wanted to have sex with her. She doesn't. Well, she doesn't explain how she knew he wanted to have sex with her. I don't want to know, but she knew. At any rate, her husband Derek is still laying there next yeah. to her, apparently completely out because he doesn't even notice this other Derek who wants to have sex with his wife, the televangelist Sharon Gilbert. <laughs> that, that came up out of that Derek. Right. She uh, she continues to have a conversation with this other Derek, who then, she says, claims to be Xerxes, the great Greek king. Mm -hmm. Or no, I guess Xerxes was uh, Persian, wasn't he? Per he was Persian, yeah. Right. He defeated the Greeks. Who were I also know, because I watched 300. Right. <laughs> the Greeks were also defeated by Maccabees, and it's why we celebrate Hanukkah with the greatest Hanukkah movie of all time, Die Hard. At any rate, uh, so he, the, 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 this other Derek claims to be Xerxes. Still wants to have sex with her. Hey, let's get busy. Let's, you know, and, and, and she, of course, uh, invokes Jesus into this. Mm -hmm. Jesus is real and you're not. And in her own words, she grabs his face and pulls his face off. To and reveal? It's a, rep a reptile. <gasps> and suddenly in the room were other reptiles me, singing with him, saying... <laughs> Glow. No, I made that part. <laughs> anyway, they were, there were other reptiles hanging around her, around him. So now I'm confused. Is this Derek? Is it Xerxes? Or I'm Art thinking, of Xerxes? Or is it George W. Bush? I, I think it's bad sushi. 
I think is what it is. All I know is <laughs> be crazy for money. Because then you people will say, what the frock? Facebook. Do you have any idea? I don't. Is your Facebook doing this? Uh, My Facebook keeps coming up. Okay, so if you look at Facebook, you get uh, you get your homepage here. Sorry, I gotta get to my homepage. And okay. over on the right hand side, you get these. Um, you know, did I get to that? What the heck? Sorry. You, you get the stuff over on the right hand side. The sponsored links and your pages, contacts, right. and like birthday. Which for some reason in my Facebook right now, where it says like your pages, contacts, mm-hmm. group conversation, is in Chinese. Hmm. And, no, and, I've not seen that apart from the pictures that you sent me. Um, do you have, a, I mean, I don't know what that would be. I've checked my settings. My settings are all English because I speak, you know, English. Um, are you using I'm, Brave? No. I'm not. I'm actually using Chrome for the... I, I like Brave sometimes, um, but there's some things about it I don't like. So from a functional standpoint, I am using a VPN that's pretty well locked down. And I also don't allow anybody to see my page except for my close friends. So, so what... Uh, sorry, people, we're going to troubleshoot on the air here. Um, so what VPN server are you tying to? Because if it ties to... No, it's in... It's in... U.S.? Yeah, it's the United States of America. I believe it's in Boardman, Ohio, to be frank. Okay. Last time I checked, it was in Boardman, Ohio. Occasionally San Jose. Which would make sense then, I guess, because, you know, San Jose is basically China, right? <laughs> I anyway, I have no idea why it keeps doing this. And it's it's freaking me out because it everything's in Chinese. And, you know, just just because I was paranoid i i copied the text and took it to the translator and of course it says the same things you know your yeah. your your pages most recent that kind of stuff but but it's all in chinese which of course causes me to freak out because isn't covid from china <laughs> the wuhan virus the wuhan the chinese virus the communist chinese virus isn't that from china sorry can we say that without facebook having a fit about it well I doesn't lebron james work for china pretty much he had people thrown out of a basketball game the other night. Did you see that? Yeah. And yet he still played when he was grabbing his crotch and doing some stuff too that was kind of considered lewd and he was fined for. Woohoo. Sorry. Wuhan. Um anyway, it's freaking me out. I don't know why Facebook is there. Is anybody else having this happen? I I can't be the only one this is happening to. I don't know. I just did a search. There's some people that are posting messages on i have chinese symbols on my facebook page how do i get rid of them what does it say anything my facebook page is suddenly in chinese solved i i have i'd have to oh, look at it well solved that those are the those are the pages i like 
it's yeah. solved. <laughs> meaning, oh. meaning it's in Chinese. Yeah, it's solved. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's happening to you. I'd like to know. Just send us an email, WTF at whatthefrock.org. Be curious to, to know if this is happening to anybody else. Or this just guy me. said he found the language options that are actually listed on the page under the ads right-hand side, so he didn't have to find his way through I, the settings. I don't know. That. It's all in English. On the laptop. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. Oh, weird. Scintillating podcasting here. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe, it's, maybe it's my Doom version 2. Yeah, my son did this to me, I'm sure. I mean, I went through all the settings and privacy and all that stuff and made sure it was all in English, but ugh, I don't know. It's freaking me out. Weird. It's, it's, and I've sent pictures to people, so it's, I'm not making this up. Even my sister said. But that's the way it goes. Anyway, uh, if it's happening to you or if you have a solution to it, WTF at whatthefrock.org would... Uh, yeah. Would be an appropriate email address to send. Or if you want to call and complain about Dave's thinking that Die Hard is a Hanukkah movie, send us a note there. Right. Or just post it on Facebook, on our social media, if it'll do it. If you really want to be uh, funny, you could do it in Chinese, I guess. That would be hilarious, actually. Google <laughs> Translate is your friend. That can easily happen. Yeah, it probably could. You could get it there. And of course, you can always find us on Facebook. Just look for facebook.com slash do know what the frog. Sorry, I almost yeah. said do not resuscitate, but that's which that's was it. yeah, our, our old one. There you go. Well, happy Hanukkah, everybody. I hope you have a blessed festival and I hope you enjoy it. And then uh, and then you can get on to Christmas. Yep. And on that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. And I am Friar Cook. And this has been What the Frock? <laughs>